Last time on Cursebreaker, the witch, the warden, the bearer of truth, the vessel, the dragon. There were once flies buzzing about my periphery, distracting me from my work with their interruptions to my supply chains. I can only fault myself for such a long history of half-measures. This festering infection can be no longer ignored. You will distract me no longer. Snack. Ooliness. Engelbert Wisherspoon. Tibiophemur. Holy Hyacinth. I am coming for you. lightning roller coaster at the beginning of the round there is a crash of lightning right next to your carts so the lightning crashes down right into the rails behind you at the beginning of this round after the speed you had lost from last round you still have 11 when what you needed was eight with this lightning added into it you have far surpassed the required speed to go over this giant break in the track Sounds Yay! Good. Woo! That's only good news. You are all rapidly hurtling down this downward coaster, and then you see this little tiny ramp at the end, and <laughs> you can see where the rails have been torn away, and they end in kind of a jagged upward spill. That one wasn't me this time. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. Um, you are all about to impact this jump, and then it is just going to kind of be thoughts and prayers after that. <laughs> Everyone hold on to your cards! Holly grabs the edges of her cart. Ah! Oh, shit. <laughs> Each one of you is responsible for your own cart. Uh-oh. While they are linked together, flying through the air like this has a good chance of unlinking them. I need everyone to roll a d20. You do not add any stats to this. However, mm. if you have some other bullshit that might help you out, <laughs> some I, bullshit. I will consider advantage. Yeah, it was like, that was really weird. I, I cast greater bullshit. <laughs> I, I, I cast lesser bullshit. Um, no, uh, I use my bones to hook in between the carts to lock them. Oh, on okay. either side of my cart. Sure. So whoever's on either side of my cart. Okay. Yeah, you've secured Gaspard and Margo, and you've secured Talus and Maxilla. Dope. My parents. Hey, hey that's not us. <laughs> My parents. <laughs> all the French. I saved the French. Yeah, all of France and Margot. I would like to use telekinesis also in the same fashion. Okay. And to like kind of trap me and Dave in the cart. Okay. 
A nat 20. Yeah. Mm. I got a 19. Fuck okay. yeah. Cool. Does that just, what's that mean? It's good. Um, <laughs> uh, what about Holly and Bert? Holly got a 19. Nice. Damn. I got a 16. Hell yeah. Unbelievable. We're professional coaster riders yeah, now. That's insane. <laughs> we're also super we're coaster tour. Super experienced at being railroaded, so. And the session's over. <laughs> <laughs> and you all fall down the chasm and die. <laughs> yeah. How's that for railroad? <laughs> snack is resurrected and then dies again. <laughs> More painfully this time. Um, okay. So this is for the rest of the people that are on these wagons. Um, cart number two containing Todd Pole and Danny Deep Pockets. They land, but they are not on the track anymore. Okay. Allie and Andrew J. <laughs> no. Their cart does not make it to the next track. <gasps> no! no! Can't kill them. No! Um, Sid and they Norp. They saved us. Norp! Uh, Sid and Norp uh, are on the track, but yes. they've lost their cart. What? Oh, that's fine. Okay. Um, oh, wait, these aren't, <laughs> they aren't connected to each other? They, they were disconnected in the, in the jump. Carol and Roger are on the track. Oh, God. What the fuck? We don't need Fingers. them. And then, uh, Uli, you saved, uh, Dor and Mama Niss, uh, as well as yourself. And Dave. And Dave. Dave's yep. alive. No, yep. <laughs> Dave flies out of the cart. Tibio, yeah, <laughs> you got all of yours down as well. Uh, so the only people who did not make it onto the track were Allie and Andrew J. <laughs> what the who, fuck? Who led the assault <laughs> to rescue you guys. So like, Wait, are they dead? No, no, no. So, Their noble sacrifice will yes. not be forgotten. <laughs> so you all like land on the other side of the tracks and you see like the your your chain of carts kind of disassemble midair and you see the third cart just kind of plummet out. The other ones continue sailing forward and land on the tracks. Most of you are fine. In fact, your party could keep going on these carts. But Allie and Andrew are plummeting. <gasps> okay, wait. Can I cast? Shit. Um, can I whip my telekinesis down? Yes. Okay, I'm gonna do that. What's your weight limit on there? It's like a thousand. Okay, yeah. you could grab both of them. Okay. Holly's gonna cast um, feather fall on the cart or the people. I don't know. It says five falling creatures. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I'd say that could do both of them. Do you have to touch them to do that though? Oh, the range is sixty feet. Okay. Yeah, I'd say that's fine. Um, so Holly sees them, hears it probably before yeah. she sees it. She hears the carts breaking apart behind her. And she whips around okay. um, and Holly's like, no. And she casts a crystal. She throw it. She, she's going to chuck a crystal at him. <laughs> sure. yeah. yeah. You, uh, while she casts Featherfall. <laughs> you reach into your, into your pocket and you, um, pull out a piece of like blue calcite and like throw it off into the distance and it just bursts. And you see the two of them start to loft and slow in their descent. At the same time, Uli, like, you oh, turn shit. around. Yeah. You, you lose the telekinesis on your own cart, causing it to like crash back to the ground and continue mm -hmm. rolling. At the same time, you turn around to grab them, not knowing that Featherfall had affected them also. So I'm like expecting more weight. Yes. Do <laughs> them up in the air? As if you're picking up like an empty beer can, expecting there to be something in there. They both just fly 50 feet into the air. Oh, shit. Wait, uh, fuck. And then I'm like trying to aim it to catch them again, yeah. but like underneath them so I can yeah. slow down with it. In fact, you fling them so hard that they go out of range of your spell and you have to like catch them as they come back down <laughs> and uh, yeah okay yep all right um i will say that holly and uli both had to exit your carts in order to pull this off exit our cart so we're not on the coast anymore correct you are on the track but not on your carts 
So I uh, just standing there. Yes, you had to jump out of your carts to maintain range. Like right before this, I had leaned over to zap mm-hmm. the tracks. Mm-hmm. So I think I probably tumble out. Okay. Yeah. Had head over ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just kind of <laughs> ass over tea kettle. That's the one, right? <laughs> Laying on your back on the tracks, you're able to uh, safely have them like touch back down on the ground. Um, Uli, as you stand back up, you see a cloud of bats has never stopped chasing you guys. Fuck. Oh no, not those guys again. Are there brakes in our carts? Yes. I'm gonna slow my cart down. Okay. And hopefully slow down whatever's behind backwards. me. Um, Bert, you are behind Tibio. You are forced to stop. Yeah, okay, looks like we lost a few. Yeah, we must wait for them to catch up. Hurry Let's up! Slow her down. Um, there's much more like room to walk on this track than the other one, so it's not quite so scary. There's like a platform you can actually okay. step on. Everybody has stopped at this point. Okay. But, oh, great. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna try and bring the cart back to the track. Oh, okay. The one that had flown off. Wait, did we not catch? We just caught them. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll bring them back. Okay. Yeah, they are safely on the ground again. Okay. When they touch down, they look up and point to the approaching cloud of bats. We cool. better make a run for it, guys. Back um, to the cards, hurry. I'm patting my patches to, like, find the snack one and switch them out. Okay. Um, when you're examining your patches, even in the heat of battle here, something catches your eye. Something that you might not have noticed before. Bonus patch. Is it? Yeah, it, it wasn't on you very long. In fact, it only happened when you broke out of the crystal together. But you look down to see a bright pink-haired holly patch. Oh, hey, look. Holly, look. Okay, great, but can we go now? (laughs) (laughs) Also, as I'm patting my patches, I remember that I have an acorn. Oh, Oh, my God, I don't care. Let's go, let's go, let's go. (laughs) And I chug it behind me, and I keep running. Allie and Andrew are both, like, intensely interested in, like, what you got going on, and they're just like, oh, what is that patch? And they're like, oh, what is that for? When you pull out the acorn, and then you, like, throw it in, and then they look up at the bats, and I'm like, oh, yeah, shit. (laughs) Okay, let's go, go, go. Ollie's already 15 feet ahead of them running. <laughs> okay. Uh, and I threw the acorn into the canyon. Okay. That will take us back to Orzo. Ah, fuck. Boo. That's less fun. You see a crackling white light kind of appear over the ridge as Orzo slowly ascends to meet all of you again. Even in the distance, you can tell that his body has been destroyed. His head hangs at a weird angle. You know that his neck is broken. His eyes are glazed over like complete cataracts. He is uh, not bleeding, but you can tell that there are holes in his body. There's nothing left to what Orzo was. And that brings us to Snack. Hmm. Shit. Snack, you are atop a misty, cloudy peak over the mountain Vindorn. Before you is a giant plateau that has been carved into a horacaric arena. Three concentric circles with a black stone in the middle on which to cast your draconic magic. Idris looks at you and says, I see you've begun to comprehend the rules of this game. Yes, Idris, I hope you have more mountains and keeps to relinquish to me, Snack. I think this game will end soon. He kind of smirks at you and says, Perhaps I spoke too soon. Maybe you don't understand. No, crap. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It is Idris's go. You attempted the uh, mass suggestion on your last round. That's right. Snack, you see a golden haze kind of envelop 
Idris around his eyes and his nose. He seems to like breathe it in for a moment, and then his eyes flash. I need you to make an Arcana check. Arcana. Nice. So fifteen. Okay. Um, I will tell you it is eighth level magic. Fuck. It's pretty high. Eighth level spell, huh? Um, I got a couple new abilities just to see. Snack, actually, on that note, it took a little while for you to really understand what your true power is now. After using your legendary resistance to just shake off a powerful effect at will Mm -hmm. during the last round, you realize all of the powers that Vixie had available to him, that, I was going to say, that massive body. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That absolute unit. (laughs) You've got, you know, you've got a powerful physique in the first place. You know, you've got giant wings, claws, biting attack. On top of that, you can breathe fire and it's special fire. It's better fire than what Vixie had. Your fire is literally explosive when you breathe. Wow. You have the best fire. You also have a different understanding of magic. As a draconic individual, it just makes more sense to you how to manipulate the elements that are close to you. Oh, cool. Um, thunder and fire are your elements. You can cast minor wizard spells almost at will to deal with those things. What the fuck? Also, you win, d and <laughs> There's You're a the constellation now. of your face in the sky even during the day. <laughs> All right. Mm, snack will maintain composure. Okay. Idris lurches forward and with a small coughing noise, um, an incendiary cloud begins to form in front of him. You see this swirling cloud of golden smoke, and then you can see little bursts of gold inside of it. These little orbs of force that sort of resonate and explode. As this drifts out from him, everything it comes in contact with is burned to a crisp, but it's a slow moving cloud. It's kind of like terrifying mobile fire. Okay, okay. Um, sweet. I am going to use my action. Okay. And I'm going to... Uh, I got this new um, small novel of abilities as a dragon, so one sec here. Yeah. <laughs> See, what you've done, Tim, is you've given him too many choices, and John suffers from what we like to call... Eldritch Blast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to find a way to keep that. (laughs) John has a condition we like to call Eldritch Blast. (laughs) Can you describe one more time the the spell that's coming towards me? Uh, It's Incendiary Cloud. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yes, it is like a gaseous, like cloud that will slowly move in a direction and do i get a sense for like the damage type or uh fire fire fear fire i know you gave me like 20 abilities i'm gonna do something else if that's okay right (laughs) okay i'm going to use the ability hot streak okay so hot streak says once per day as a bonus action i use my incredible speed Mm -hmm. tim's words not mine incredible to teleport up to a quarter mile and immediately um, cast fireball at third level at my destination upon arrival. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'm actually going to do, and this might hurt, mm-hmm. is I want to do that um, flash of speed mm-hmm. and then just shoot out my wings uh, full expand to like blow the cloud back at Idris. Okay. Nice. Cool. All right. Yeah, we'll have both these things kind of go off at the same time. Um, Okay, so yeah, Idris uh, starts kind of coughing up this cloud, and then with his own wings, he kind of like dusts it towards the boulder, 
and you can see as soon as it touches the boulder, it starts to like blacken and you can see little spits of flame as it begins to touch. You take one flap away to give yourself a little bit of distance and then just rush forward as hard as you can and then stop on a dime. The effect knocks Idris on his ass. Oh, fuck yeah. Like the, okay. there's this gust of wind, like the rest of you on the roller coasters can hear this distant and like the clouds move away from this place. This is incendiary cloud flies over Idris and you can see him just squinting his eyes as the fire rolls over him. He's unaffected by the damage of it all but he might be actually crying. <laughs> <laughs> does a fireball happen too automatically or is that? Uh, it does automatically. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I, yeah, and snack is spooked by this. <laughs> okay. Never cast this spell before. 29. I get the genie ability. So 33. Does he get the genie ability? Mm, I'll say yes. Of course he does. <laughs> With that, Snack, you were able to stop this cloud from ever doing significant damage to that boulder, essentially mitigating Idris's round damage to zero, increasing mm. yours to 33. Sweet. The boulder moves towards Idris. He is not impressed. <laughs> but at the same time, he is. <laughs> Remember, Idris, you can forfeit at any time. He, <laughs> he squints sharply at you and kind of gets back to his feet. Was that a good one, Genie? Mm. That's back to the coasters. There's there's still lightning. Yeah, Holly jumps in the carts. Are we in initiative still? Can we yes. go? Okay. We'll say after you guys landed, sorry, we'll say after you all landed and the carts kind of had to grind to a halt there, um, the carts had all stopped as disconnected as they might be. Uh, all of them are on the track minus one cart. The lightning crashes down on the track now and all of those carts begin to move. Not super fast, but pretty fast. Uh, oh, shit. Okay. Get in, get in. Um, we begin the round with Tibio. How far away is Holly's cart from me? Um, Holly's was in the very front, so it's probably between 30 and 50 feet from you. Okay. I'm just going to hit the brakes on my cart a little bit just to make sure that everybody can catch up with oh, okay. my carts, my three carts, and then whatever's behind me. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Is that my action then? Um, eh, we can say throwing the break is just a bonus action if you want to do something else. Okay. I also want to cast black tentacles mm -hmm. right at the edge of the the canyon. Mm -hmm. I want to put the tentacles right on the edge on our side mm -hmm. so that if zombie Orzo makes his way through, he gets trapped by tentacles. Okay. Uh, these like black tentacles with a purple sheen around them. Mm -hmm kind of all swirling together and wiggling. Yeah, uh, Tibio just kind of turns his back and you see him like raise these out of the ground. It's a little a little unsettling, but a lot of you are used to this. <laughs> uh, next up we have Bert. All right, Bert's going to scramble into his cart, okay. making sure everybody else is getting in there too. Mm -hmm. Who's in my surrounding carts? Uh, you've got Sid and Norp ahead of you and then Carol and Roger, your parents behind you. <sighs> Sid, any idea where this thing goes? Yeah, it, this is going to get us back into, uh, well, the resistance. I'll tell you more when we get there. You just got to trust us. Okay, okay. And uh, those bats back there, what are we thinking? Real bats? Magic bats? He shakes his head, like, vigorously, and he says, every last one of them's a vampire. You don't, you don't want those guys landing. Gross. Um, I suppose if everybody's in, I will start cranking. I don't think we're all in. We're, I don't know. Can you hold your crank? Bert oh, yeah. holds his crank. Yeah, you can do that. 
So I braked things to slow us down yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. for everybody to catch up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So so I'll um, wait till everybody's on to start cranking. Okay, perfect. Um, Sid also kind of lets you know, he's like, if we can outrun them, we're going to be fine. We just got to get in that cave. And he kind of like points ahead to where these go into like the minecart depot. Um, give me a perception check, Bert. 18. Okay. You can see that deep inside that tunnel, there is a light brighter than outside coming from in there. Ooh. Next up, we've got Holly and the newly. How far away are we from the carts? Uh, you, Holly, are probably 60 feet from your cart at the very front. Okay. Holly's going to stop, and she's going to say, Hey, you. And she's waiting for one of these people she just recently met. Okay. Either one, whatever, whoever gets oh, there first. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Andrew kind of like stands up and looks at you and goes, yeah. She's like, hold on tight. And she grabs his arm and she's dimensioning door him okay. and Holly into okay. the front of her cart. So okay. she can take one other person um, and it can be up to 500 feet away. So okay. nice. She's just going to zoop. Zoop. <laughs> With this stri- stranger. Okay, yeah. You uh, grab Andrew by the arm, and the two of you zoop into the cart. <laughs> Holly uh, lands in the cart, and she says, what's your name? <laughs> He's like, I'm Andrew. It's good to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. I'm Holly Hyacinth. Um, better hold on tight this time. Let's not fall out, okay? And I'm Dolly Pace. Hi, nice to meet you. <laughs> oh, yeah, Dolly's here, too. Okay, and Holly whips around, turning back to the front, like her position, facing the front of the cart. Yeah, you've got Dolly and Andrew kind of, like, poking up behind you. Barely enough room for the three of you in that cart. It's <laughs> like, let's get going! Is the carts, they're just moving kind of slowly at this point. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Holly's yeah. got a death grip on yeah, the edges your, of the cart now. Yours is really not moving at all right now, Holly, but you're getting ready. Uh, Uli. Um, okay, so... Well, he's going to take the telekinesis Mm -hmm. that I still have going Mm -hmm. and wrap up Allie Mm -hmm. and like wear like a backpack. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Is that like an action or is that the bonus action to move it? I think it's a bonus action to like shift around your telekinesis. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's action. So I would like to retcon and have done that as a bonus action with meta magic. Oh, okay. Yeah, that works. And then I'm going to use my action to dash. Okay. Us to the cart, because then I can get there in time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you make it to the last cart in the trail and you're able to get in. Um, is Allie going to sit in there with you and Dave, or are you going to keep her telekinesed? I will drop her from it, mm-hmm. and she can sit in it. Okay. I'm going to keep it going as long as I can then. Yeah, okay. At the conclusion of that, uh, Uli, you can hear this like swirling and rushing wind behind you as you get into your cart, and you can see that Orzo is not far behind you. That cloud of bats is quickly catching up now. The two of them should descend upon you any moment, roughly 30 feet away from you, Orzo covered in his cloud of bats. We are on the mountain peak. Snack. Oh, shit. Okay. Idris had just suffered a loss as the stone moves toward his side. He looks back up at you, awaiting your move. Uh, collapse my wings and uh, land down, still mm-hmm. on my side of the boulder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I clearly like hurt myself with that gust of wind attack. Yeah. Uh, but then I um, get into a good uh, fighting stance, and I'm going to do something pretty special again. I am beginning to learn the rules. Snack is going to cast Sickening Radiance again. Okay. But this time, 
I'm going to, uh, it's got a radius of 30 feet. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put it in place far enough to be able to capture Idris as I cast this spell. Okay. So it'd be a con save at the start of Idris's turn. Okay. Not now, but the boulder would take damage. Sure. Um, Idris went big last turn, and so he has to go smaller on this one. Idris, like, squints at the spell casting that you're doing. He is suspicious of you now. Hmm. Idris looks panicked when you begin to start casting. Hmm. His eyes kind of, like, shift rapidly. He doesn't seem to know what you're doing, but at this point, he is, he is so unsure of you and your potential, he's not taking any chances. Before you get your spell off, he says, Snack. Snack. Ah, what? Stay your spell. I will make you an offer. My position allows me to appoint advisors, lieutenants to the council. So long as you keep yourself quiet, I will make you vizier of the eastern reach. The eastern end of this mountain range ends some 300 miles from here. You may make your dwelling there and rule over this place. Like, are you a vizier too? Like, so it'll be like, like the same level of dragon then? Is that, is that your offer? My reign is over a much larger area as I've deserved and earned. You are being given several mountains in addition to my own temple should you win. Hmm. Does, does Snack need to accept this offer? No. I am sorry, Idris, but it's way too many rules for Snack to keep track of. I think we should burn it down and start over with this Dragon Council visor stuff. I cast my spell. Oof, oh, that's pretty bad. <laughs> 12 plus 4 is 16 damage to the boulder. Okay. Idris is taking no chances. He assumed you were going to use the most powerful thing you had at this point, so he has to do the same thing. Okay. Um, you see a little point of light start in the very center of these rings, right on the boulder. You see this beam of sunlight coming straight down, and then that beam turns bright white and you go blind in a straight line, and then you go blind in a wider area. This is the brightest thing you've ever seen. You can see the rock smoldering and beginning to melt as sunburst radiates out from the center of this area. And you just make a constitution saving throw. Okay. 10. That's a fail. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Sunburst erupts from the center of this, tearing outward from the middle of these concentric circles. You take... 56 radiant damage. Fuck. Yikes. Dang. And you are blinded for one minute. 56 radiant damage. That sucks. Okay. Shit, I should have taken that offer. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck to you on your following rounds, Snack. Ah, that's so bright. Thank you. Uh... Okay, and then also I need to make a concentration save to maintain my sickening radius For the damage, yep. So, so wait, did the rock move? It would have moved back to the center. Okay, but um, for concentration, what, what's my... 28. What? Half the damage. Shit. Okay, that's like 
a natural 20 or, or bust. Pretty much. You can do it. Oh, no. Okay, so nope, didn't do it. Lost the spell. Shit. Okay. So then it's Idris's turn. He sees you kind of like look up and then reach for the spell as it begins to dissipate. And then like you can't even like see it, much less concentrate on it. He sees that he's kind of got you on the ropes at this point, And you can just hear this deep. <laughs> Perhaps I was too panicked. Snack, there's no shame in turning tail. You've made no wagers. You stand to lose nothing. I stand to lose big hawk rocks, and I will not do that. I'm pretty sure I'm not going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) So desperate to prove yourself. Very well. You may continue to try. That brings us back to the roller coaster. The lightning. It crashes. On the track behind us? Um, not relevant anymore, but you see uh, a beacon behind you and just go like, and get like charged <laughs> up with lightning. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it's ready to go. <laughs> Although there's no track connected to it anymore. Are there any bats near this beacon? We'll say one bat gets annihilated. Yay. <laughs> that had perched on the beacon. Uh, to start us off, we've got Tibio at the top of the round. Correct. And I got nothing. Um, oh, I wanted to mention that Bert held a crank. Yes, Bert cranked. All the carts yeah. are moving. Yeah. Bert cranked. I'm also going to crank. Okay, carts are moving faster. Um, that brings us to Bert. Uh, cloud status. How's that cloud coming? Um, it will It will attack you starting this turn. Did it pass the tentacles? We'll get there. Cool. It will attack you. Uh, is it with the 90 feet? Yes, the bats. Yeah. Yep. Bird's going to crack his knuckles and cast confusion into the cloud of bats. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Get out of here, bats. Okay. That is confusing. Uh, What's the save a wisdom saving throw for them. All right. Let's divide these up into thirds. Uh, that would be uh, three rolls for different thirds of this group of bats. Every last one of them are confused. Wow. Is Orzo confused? I'll make him the fourth roll. He rolled substantially better than the bats, which is, I love when flavor works out towards rolls. <laughs> All right. Um, the bats kind of start like turning in on themselves, that giant cloud, and you see them sort of slow their progress. Orzo, however, is still flying towards your group. That brings us up to Holly, unless Bert's got something else. Uh, Holly, you take care of the big guy? Uh, okay. Um, Holly turns around in her cart and she's like duck boys and she puts her hands on their heads to push them down duck boys <laughs> um on dolly and andrew J. Yeah? Mm-hmm. yeah um and then she uh she's gonna like focus her energy and cast sunbeam okay <laughs> <laughs> directly back at Orzo. Okay. Um, and this is a level six spell. Yeah. <gasps> it's very difficult <laughs> to cast. You got this. You've done it before. So the material in the spell says it's a magnifying glass, but Holly uses a crystal. Oh, cool. Like, Wait. <laughs> but, Whoa. But as it's, it's like almost like a magnifying glass. Sure. Crystal. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> I, <like> it. <laughs> I just wanted to point that out, y'all. Hmm. 
It's fine. You can laugh at me. I don't care. Everything's a we crystal. Just, we need a t-shirt in our merch shop that just says, I, I use, use a crystal. crystal. <laughs> I have a crystal for that. Yeah. This one has been charged in the sun overnight. Incredible. Overnight. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, so the beam comes out from my hand, five foot wide, 60 feet long. Every creature has to make a con saving throw. Okay, that's going to be Orzo and a bunch of bats. If they are undead, they have disadvantage. Cool, that's all of them. Ha <laughs> ha. So they all got sub 10 except for Orzo, who got a total of 13. Yeah, they all fail. Great. Nice. <laughs> um, Blast them. So they're going to take 6d8 radiant damage, okay. and they're blinded. Okay. Can you roll 68? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's that was a good one. 35 radiant damage. Okay. And if they're undead, I think that means it's double. 70. I think you're right. <laughs> 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 okay, so this sunbeam stays active after I've cast it. Um, well, I guess it says you can create a new line of radiance as your action on any turn okay. until the spell ends, so up yeah. to a minute. And then... For the duration, a moat of brilliant radiance shines in your hand, and it basically lights up the area around me about 60 feet in a circle around me. So we're going to have a light at the front of this roller coaster that's, like, guiding us now. Cool. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. You launch a brilliant beam of sunlight into this horde of bats as it swarms around, and you just carve a hole into it. You see this trail of dust, like, waft off into the air over the cliff, and you even <laughs> see Orzo take this like directly in the chest, and you just leave this smoking cauterized hole in Orzo's chest. Burn, baby, burn! <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, Uli, it's you to finish off the round. Okay. Um, I was trying to figure out how to do this. Holly's like in a kill an ants with a magnifying glass is basically the image. Yeah. <laughs> Sociopath. Um... I would like to take off my boots and hand them to Dave. Okay. And then hop over the edge and hang on and use my feet for shocking grasp. Because <laughs> I don't want to be upside down this time. Okay. And I don't feel like it would go through boots. You're just like dragging your feet on the rails kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah, okay. It's the, um, what is it when you hang on to the back of a car? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're sketching. Sketching. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> um, but with my bare feet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Lightning sketching. I'll allow it. 15 shocks. Wow. That's pretty good for cantrip. Um, uh, you, you all kind of feel like your head's like thrown backwards as your carts begin to push from behind again. And you all pick up speed, distancing you from this cloud of bats and orzo. Um, with that. It's the bats and Orzo. These black tentacles reach up from the edge of the stage uh, at Orzo and the remaining bats. Uh, What are the stats on this thing? What save do they need? Dex save. Okay. They're also blinded. I don't know if that affects And they're confused. Wow. Yeah. Orzo's not confused. Well, they're already bats, though. Um... Are they, can you be blinded if you use echolocation? They're vampires. Yeah, no. Bats have blind sight, so they're fine there. Um... Orzo does not, but he wasn't blinded. Or was he? Yeah. He was blinded, he's blinded but Great. he's not confused. Okay. All right. So, Orzo being blind, uh, let's do uh, his deck save. I'm going to give him disadvantage right, right. for blinding because he doesn't know what to avoid. Cool. That's a total of 10. He fails. Okay. So, he takes the black tentacles. Yeah. 
Am I only going to roll it once, or am I going to roll it for each combo? Let's roll it for Orzo and roll it for the bats separately. Okay. 3d6 bludgeoning damage. 14 bludgeoning damage and restrained. Wow. (laughs) Okay. These black tentacles reach up, and as Orzo is menacingly flying towards you with his broken neck and destroyed body, this corpse is, like, floating at you. And then a black tentacle reaches up and grabs his leg and just starts yanking on it, and then it just pulls his leg off. And then another (laughs) black tentacle reaches up and grabs his other leg, and they just pull him into this black morass at the edge of the rails and begin devouring his body. (laughs) Um, The bats after that. Confusion rolls. Yeah. Uh, so pod pod one. It's a D eight. Is that D10. right? D ten. D ten. What's like a group of bats called? I'm gonna look it up. All right. Uh, that's a nine for the first pod. Wow. The creature can act and move normally. Brilliant. Seven. The creature uses its action to make a melee attack against a randomly determined creature within its reach. That'll be the first group. It's a colony of bats. Mm-hmm. Third colony gets an eight. Random attack. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Decent bat rolls. Even though one of the groups of bats has its heads on straight, the other two confused groups kind of ruin everything that they had planned. On top of the tentacles, <laughs> it is just chaos. There are bats like tumbling into bats. Like they start to like hang on each other and bite each other. And then slowly, one by one, like popcorn, you can see these bats being forced out of their bat form. <laughs> and then you'll just see them in Blah. pairs. Blah. Two, Blah. two vampires. Blah. But it's more like a, it's more like a, they're all just falling. Yes, these these vampires are largely plummeting after they are taken out of their bat forms. Oh my god! <laughs> the tentacles take care of the few of them that make it near the track. Uh, sometimes you see a tentacle just reach up, grab a bat, and crush it, and just drag it into the void. You all kind of like just slow down and take it in for a minute. That like there's barely anything to run from right now. <laughs> the rate at which these people are being decimated. Uh, what happened with the acorn? Nothing. Hey, that was pretty good. Yeah. Oh, wow. Still got it. Tibio was watching these black tentacles. Like, the two tentacles just come up and grab a dwarf and just, like, grab him by the arms and legs and slowly tear him in half. And Tibio's just like, oh. <laughs> Tibio, I that's... did not know what it did. <laughs> it's pretty violent. <laughs> I'd never guessed it before. Uh-huh. What has Gaspard been teaching you? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> You see Gaspard kind of like wretch and he goes, that wasn't me. No. Mm. Mom, dad, I just killed like five vampires. Uh, your mom is like reading a pamphlet that she found somewhere and she's like, I saw, honey. Very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can they can they die that way? What do we know about vampires? This is not the time for those kinds of questions, Uli. I mean, we're moving. I'm zapping. We're going. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're just kicking your heels zapping. off the edge of the cart. Like, <laughs> I wonder what happened to all those vampires. It's like, I'm pushing a cart and then riding on it for a while. You're riding the shopping cart in the parking lot. (laughs) And things seemed almost perfect. Uh Uh-oh. Except Orzo is frustrated. Uh. He can't see. He can't catch up to you. (laughs) He can't seem to win. So he's going to throw a tantrum. Radiating outward from Orzo, you see a raw wave of force begin to peel up the remaining track around him. Mm, Great. 
yeah, I think this is going to affect you guys in reverse order, uh, according to where you are on the carts. So me. Yeah. Uli, I'm going to have you make a roll with disadvantage. Bert, you're in the back half. I'll have you take disadvantage as well. Tibby and Holly, mm. just a normal roll, but I need a deck save out of everybody. What's happening? Orzo, unable to move, unable to see, is exuding a wave of force, a sphere that is peeling off of his body in every direction, tearing up the track and everything else in its wake. Right, so what are we saving? Um, you are saving to duck in the cart or otherwise protect yourself. I still have telekinesis going. Can I do anything with that? Potentially. Disadvantage? Yes. I would like to, can I throw it off of myself as like a sheet in front of me? Telekinesis? Yeah. Yeah, you can definitely fight the magic that's coming towards you. Okay. Yeah. While we keep going. Sure. Okay. I'm going to try and keep it in one place. Okay. Like immovable wall. Sure. Yeah. You see this threat coming towards you. The same thing that's been looming over you for months now. Um, Orzo is finally making his attack on you. And you've been thinking about this for so long that it's not even scary anymore. Give me a roll with advantage. Yes. Uli not afraid of nothing. 28. Okay, yeah, nice. Not even close. All right. Um, you all see this wave of force uh, tearing up the track. You can see all these ties and the iron is like like bucking into the air and spiraling around itself as it's being torn away. Uli creates a sort of bulwark, a shield at the back of your train, of your cart. She holds out both of her hands and the magic just kind of curls over her? No, I don't. What? I'm hanging on. Oh, God. I use one hand. Okay, or your foot? One hand and a foot. Will uses one hand and a foot sticking out of the back of the cart uh, to create this shield. The rest of your carts are safe because of the wake that she is creating, the sort of shadow where none of you are in danger. Um, Uli, I need you to make a Bert's roll with advantage. Oof. Bert's roll? Yeah, for his protection. You have to maintain your concentration on this. Uh, no, I'm... Uh, 28. Okay. Um, Bert, you see this force around you, but not affect you. Uli is spell-shaping all of this away from you. You need to make a roll with advantage for Tibio's save. A nat 20. Dang. Woo! With a nat 20, Tibio, you see this wave catch up with your cart, and it starts to be forced backwards out of the tunnel. Make one final save for Holly. Help me. Wait, can I use Bend Luck? Sure. Um, and it is 21. All right, so that's your total for Holly then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you are able to fully reverse this wave coming off of Orzo. You shove it back out of the tunnel. The last thing you see is this wave of force rolling back over him as he goes toppling ass over tea kettle backwards off the cliff, and that wave of bats is pushed off the cliff as well. They sort of disperse out into the air. Fuck yeah, yes. no one touches my friend. Woo. That one, woo, woo, that one was you, Uli, right? That was me, okay. that was all me. Snack. I flailed. Blind snack. You did write uh, one word that caught my eye in this um, dragon form. <laughs> did, did you catch it? No, yeah, I just remembered. Okay, so snack um, is panicking, and then all of a sudden, somehow, I can make out some semblance of a boulder, most likely. Probably not an Idris, but Snack has blindsight in dragon form. Yes, Snack, in your dragon form. Oh, fun, of course he has it. 
you are much more attuned to the weave. You get a magical register off of every object around you, a sort of permanent remembrance of the world around you, no matter where you go, no matter what you can see. Awesome. Blindsight. Yes. Does he have to stay here? Is he too cool to come with us? <laughs> no, yeah, he's a dragon now. This is a separate campaign that starts oh. with him. <laughs> All right, roll to look at snack. <laughs> That's a fail. <laughs> you can't. Okay, so with that in mind... Um, Hold on, you started last round. It's it's Idris' turn. Oh, shit. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, so I actually can't see Idris most likely, right? He's at the edge of your vision. You know, like which direction he is. You don't know, like his current where his like current actual position. Hmm. You don't know how many fingers he's holding up. No. Give me an Arcana check with disadvantage. Three. Yeah, you can hear him mumbling a spell, and then you hear a spell go off. Um, it is your turn to react. I will also cast a spell. Okay. It ends in blast. It's Eldritch Blast. <laughs> it rhymes with Deldritch. E.B. Blast. <laughs> All right. So here's some Eldritch Blasts coming at you, Boulder. 16 to hit, 23 to hit, and 19 to hit. It's a yes to all three. Yes to all three. So then we got... John's playing solitaire. 7, 15 plus... 15 plus 18 is 33, plus 4 is 37. I was going to say it's like Overwatch, but... <laughs> and and for good measure, I am going to, uh, in frustration, also use Flame Belch as a free action. Legendary action, Flame Belch. If I'm within 15 feet of the boulder, I'm just going to like, yeah, cross my arms and my wings too, and then just kind of like, like blow up in a, a fireball. Yeah, okay. Oh, it's a lot of dice. The fuck? Nine, Eleven. Oh, Twenty-two. I think Bert's just gonna head home and let's <laughs> finish the fight against Orzo. Twenty-six. You hear the boulder move, and your blind sense tells you it did not move towards you. <gasps> yes. You can hear Idris breathing deep, and he says, "You finding yourself tired, snack." Almost out of magic, yes? There's some blood dripping from my maw, and um, I'm blinking my eyes sideways and trying to do my best impression of uh, out-of-spells dragon. Okay. But it's not true. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, give me a an insight check. Okay. Uh, 12. Okay. Go ahead. We're going to finish this out. We're just going to go God. for it. Yep. Okay. So, <laughs> yes. sorry. Uh, we beat our part. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do I get my con save for blindness now? At the end of your turn. End of my turn. Okay. All right. Well, it's one closer to uh, Idris, and I'm going to continue to feign blindness. Uh, I'm going to step strangely and then heave big and. Use violet flame breath okay. uh, on the boulder and kind of also aiming for where Idris was. Sure. This is where I do need to double check for smoldering scale. It says range is doubled for my flame breath. Attacks. Yep. Okay. So then that's a 60 foot cone. Yep. Okay. Big area. All right. So uh, then it's going to be deck saving throw for the boulder. Fail. Yep. All right. So I guess um, Idris would make a saving throw against. Violet flame breath. Okay. 
Who's the DM? <laughs> what did he? Well, um, I guess Snack's not going to know, but no, I feel like I suppose he's not. The listeners, yeah. Uh, okay, the the listener sees <laughs> Idris shifting his vision left to right, looking at Snack's hands, waiting for the next spell to come out of Snack's wings or claws. But that's not where it's coming from. It's coming out the boy's mouth. <laughs> yeah. It just rolls a natural one. Oh. oh yes. That's what we needed. All right. Go ahead, Snack. Okay. Well, I'll do the fire damage uh, first. Nine, 12, 13, 15. He just rolled 50 eight, dice, guys. <laughs> He collected all of the dice from this entire house. I didn't house even look at what type of dice they were. And I'm just, just threw adding them, them in up, the air so. and landed them on the table. So you don't even know what it's miraculous. Rolling. So it's 27, no wait, 34 fire damage, um, which does nothing to Idris. Yeah. But then I will do the thunder damage. What was I, 37, I said? 34. 34? <laughs> Doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> uh, 34 thunder damage. I don't know if you even get to fully appreciate what you've done here because you don't get to really see it happen, although you know you're doing it. It feels like flame breath like you used to do in the past, but there's also pop rocks in it. There's little sparks that come out alongside this. Oh, cool. You, anyone on the outside of this could see this billowing violet fire spill from your mouth. Inside of it are these little golden sparks, and as those launch out from you, they bounce across the ground and then in a straight line like napalm like carpet bombing this playing area is obliterated damn the concussive force of your breath can destroy mountains jesus christ i've seen a firework like that before (laughs) it's really impressive meg is like that's nothing they do that every year it's the fourth of july (laughs) idris can take the fire no problem he's plenty used to that but he's never encountered this thunder damage before out of your violet flame breath. Um, he takes the full brunt of that 34 and you can see, you can feel that he's been knocked prone, um, sort of like flat against the ground to save himself from falling. Um, purple flame. Purple <laughs> flame. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay. The other I one is thunder by friends. Once you hear this round, <laughs> you hear Idris's heaving breath as he scrabbles back onto the play area. I, that doesn't sound adult enough. Into the play <laughs> pit with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> onto the field. Field. Um, the pitch. Oh, that's it. All right. Tim's <laughs> reaction. Oh. oh, that's it. When we find the perfect word, it does make me really happy. <laughs> um, all right, yeah. You see Idris scrabbling his way back onto the pitch. He crawls towards you and stands at his full height again. You can hear him breathing deeply, and he casts another spell. Give me an Arcana check with disadvantage. Uh oh. Like three. Can okay. I give Snack some Arcana points? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You don't know what's been cast. Um, okay. <laughs> I'll roll his damage. This poor boulder. <laughs> yeah. Great. Um, whatever he did. It was nothing. He might be out of steam. The boulder rolls towards Idris. Awesome. What might be the final round is Idris's start. Can I quick roll for blindness? Yes. Save. Constitution save. Yep. 19. You're out. Yes. Yes. Back. Okay. 
Ha! It was a ruse the whole time, Idris. I could actually sort of see. Arcana check. Uh, oh, As right. Idris begins to cast on you. <laughs> I was talking, but whatever. No. Uh, yeah, eight. Okay, go ahead. Whatever. Do your thing, Idris. He... He, like, throws his wings back as if it's a cloak, and then he just points out with two claws, and he casts a spell. Okay. Go ahead. Cool. You are quite mistaken, Idris. I was not out of juice at all. I give it all I got. All right. Okay. Good move. I don't know what I even roll for that. Yeah, I bet. (laughs) (laughs) That sucks. In his head, he hears Holly going. Yeah. Okay. The last spell that Idris used is the first cruel spell that he used on you, Chain Lightning. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, Snack, that is a dexterity saving throw out of you. I'm bad at all of these saving throws, so. That's, how's six? No. Okay. Wow. Big no. Good. Okay. That's 34 lightning damage. Okay. I did notice that I have thunder damage uh, resistance. But that is thunder and not lightning. Damn it. I think okay. it's dumb that those are different. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. So how much was it? 34. Okay. I would be very close to dead with the hits that you took. Well, you're not a dragon, are you, Bert? No. Well, Snack, as a dragon, is still standing. Okay. But that did hurt. Okay. Uh, I'm using the curse break ability. Yeah. So... Honestly, I, I'm sorry. I forgot what I roll for that. Yeah, it's it's going to be totally everything. different for you. Okay. Everyone else uses their remaining spell slots. You, as a warlock, only have two of those ever. Last we talked, I remember settling on ten d ten. Okay, and I so I use two. I actually have three slots, and I have one left. Okay. So. Okay. So step one, beat the curse. Snack looks at the boulder and just goes. Step three, bam! <laughs> <laughs> he forgot step one and two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very snack-like. 54 damage. Okay. Curse-breaking damage. Sure. Snack, you give it everything you've got. And let's not mince words there. You truly have to give it everything you've got. You lose your dragon form. <gasps> <gasps> As you cast, like a deflating water balloon, your form gets smaller and smaller as the beam streams out of you into the boulder. Your wings become minute, just big enough to hold your dragonborn form. Your tail shrinks in, your claws become less menacing. You're still an eight-foot-tall, muscle-bound dragonborn, but you're no dragon. Hmm. I was joking when I said eight feet tall. (laughs) So, there is a weird thing then. Um... How does it work with HP? Uh, it goes. Yeah, it's druid rule, so it goes back to your former total. Oh. Yeah. Well, that worked out well for you. In a way, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you look up again, snack on this plateau, you see Idris glaring at you. You see this destroyed pitch from your violet flame breath that had caused craters across this place, so that the game can truly never be played here again. What you don't see is the boulder. Idris is staring at the ground, refusing to meet your eyes. I don't lose at Hawk Rocks. You will remain in the eastern reaches. You will never cross west as far as the Fernglade. My temple is yours. Though it 
pains me, and it lowers all of us. I have no choice but to recognize the violet flight. Yes. After all, Snack, it is law that stitches this society together. He turns his back to you. Yes, Genie, Genie, guess what? Guess what? We have our own flight now. He kind of like opens his eyes weakly and he says, Snack? Yes, yes, Genie. We did wonders. We are so powerful. Can we do it again? Did we win? We did. Hell yeah, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Genie. Genie pops out of you just long enough to give you a big hug and then kind of like folds back into you again. And you can just hear him like pacing inside your head. And he's just like, I can't believe it, Snack. I, I don't know if you even know, but I was there for every second of that. I you was were. Like, like, I was trying to like inject ideas into your brain, like genie beams, come on. But I was I, thinking about eating stuff, yes. <laughs> no, I was, I, I, Snack, you did everything right. I did? Yes, I I wish I could take credit for it and that, you know, I was the smart genie who led you along the whole time, but that was fantastic. Thank you, genie. Damn. Wow, we are like a super cool dragon. Violet flight, I... I, I, I didn't know you could just make up flights. That's yeah, great. Yeah, I mean... I mean, And I, we have a mountain? I think so. Or yeah. mountains, plural? A temple or something, yes. And I... You need to tell me what direction east is, just... Um, oh, I think, I think you get to decide what that is now. Yes, because we make the rules. <laughs> That's yes. right. Idris. Idris. I, I appreciate you recognizing me, Snack. If you wish to uh, play again, maybe not today, but <laughs> some other time. There may come a day. For now... I have much explaining to do to my colleagues. Well, I probably should see if my friends are all dead or not. Um, oh my god! Where's Tibio? Oh Tibio? yes! Tibio! Tibio. Um, well, farewell. Oh, poor boy, where have you gone? Fuck the rest of us. <laughs> farewell, Vizier Idris. I think I said that word right. I must save my friends. And then I run over to the ledge and then jump and then like try to flap my hands and then forget <laughs> I'm not a dragon anymore. And then I uh, grab my cape and then I kind of like paraglide and, or yeah. You have wings. You, you just hear this like as you're falling, you hear this, snack, snack, we still have wings. Please use those. <laughs> oh yes. I let go of the cape. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> and uh, I still have wings and then I start flap, flapping again. Okay. Yes. Cool. <laughs> you see uh, Idris take off until he's just a silhouetted V way off in the distance. You gleam. <laughs> you, uh, you catch the tail end of the carts going into the mountainside and follow your friends in, the rest of you, on the mine carts. As you go into this tunnel, there's a light that gets brighter and brighter and too intense to bear. After a moment, it all fades back to darkness, and there's a dull blue light and a flickering gold. You can hear music coming from inside the cavern, a slowly plucked banjo. Your, your carts kind of squeal to a halt and you hear commotion. You hear people moving and whispers and you hear some claps as people start to recognize the five of you have returned with the rest of you, the other 12, 15 of you that were on these carts. 
And Holly, something binds your whole body. You feel your, your arms being held tight to your side, and you hear, Holly, sis, Ivy! Um, <laughs> Ivy hugs you tight. She kind of like whispers, uh, aggressively hugging you. She says, I tried so hard. I'm so glad. Thanks. I don't know what you mean, but I missed you, sis. And uh, she hugs her back just as tight. You get out of your cart, and Ivy just kind of refuses to let go of you, and so you're just kind of walking around with her attached to you. Um, I was wondering where you were. Emery steps out from Ugh. the crowd. Sorry. Emery, you're alive! Wow, you're alive. He's <laughs> looking more battered and bruised than ever before. In fact, he's got a patch over one eye. Oh, how'd you get out of that cave in, pal? I'm pretty sure I got teleported in a river. Oh. Yeah. Huh. It was bad. That's unfortunate. Well, I'm better now. Glad you're okay. Yeah. Where'd your eye go? Well, I had this theory about, well, I can tell you another time. Oh, God. I don't think I want to know now. Suffice to say, he kind of looks down at all of you. We are completely even now. All of us. Yeah? Uh, more than even. You never owed us anything. Just, and Tibio looks around at his party like, right? And we never owed him anything. Yeah, that's right. Either. He gives you a big smile and Tibio, he gives a hand down to you to help you out of your cart. Yeah, I take his hand and I give him a pat on the shoulder as I come out of the cart. Like, I'm really happy to see him. As you do that, he actually pulls you in and he gives you a huge hug. Aww. And he's like holding you close and too quiet for anyone else to hear. And he says, I'm so glad you guys made it. It was all thanks to you. And I give him a healing word. <laughs> he kind of steps away and he goes, it's a little late for that. <laughs> I don't know. He looked a little beat up. <laughs> it's a thought that counts. Anyway, you really don't owe me anything but them. He points to Allie and Andrew J, who you had just met. We've had kind of a long history together. You guys have been gone for two and a half months. Jesus. What? I know. What the fuck? That is a long time. Tell me everything that happened. I've known these guys longer than I've known you now. Uh, Did we only know each other less than two months? It seems strange well, time to say. Flies. Yeah. Time flies. <laughs> <laughs> All of them. Yeah. Those time flies, they'll get you. <laughs> well, we'll get you all cleaned up. We've got enough resources to live comfortably for now. Then I'll introduce you to the resistance. Cool. Sick. Uh, what are we resisting? You hear a voice in the crowd, and you hear, Oppression. <laughs> Darkness. <laughs> We're resisting a future that wasn't meant for us. <laughs> An inescapable, inexorable doom that comes for all of us. <laughs> and we have to fight the encroaching night lest we lay down our arms and accept death. I want to live. Who else wants to live? Yes, Badet, yes! Uh, Anyone know what he's saying? Only Tibio and Snack can hear this. The rest, everybody else has turned around to just see. (laughs) Is he okay? (laughs) Oh, I'm so glad Badet made it. I I think he's choking, maybe. (laughs) Tibio's crying. (laughs) Tears are streaming down his face as he kneels in front of Badet. Is anyone going to answer Tibio's question? 
Yeah. Uh, what are we resisting, y'all? Oh. Uh, Seriously, is he dying? Tibio seems really sad. I didn't realize Tibio and Bidet were that close. No, no, Bidet's fine. We're resisting Orzo, Moja, whatever. Yeah. Tibio looks up. We've failed. Oh, no. We didn't fail. In fact, we just had our biggest victory in two months. We got you guys back. Well, I mean, we are pretty great. <laughs> Am I here? Yes. You're, yeah, you've been here the whole time. Friends, allies, everyone. Um, I was waiting for a time to say this, but... What the fuck um, is that? Is uh, that snack? This is, yes, that's... Jesus, shit. He, like, gets down onto the mine cart, and he, like, comes up towards you. Emery's looking up at you by two feet now, and he's just like, snack. Yeah, check this out, and I do a half turn and then do, like, the cool, like, behind the back, just showing off all my yeah. muscles yeah. And, and wings. wings. <laughs> my wings are flexing, too. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, do we, have we seen him in this form yet, or are we all surprised? This is all new to you. Okay. Yeah, because this is his kind of, like, new natural now. He just keeps getting taller. <laughs> yeah. Why do you have wings? Where did you get the wings? There's muscles on your muscles. It's kind of gross. I always thought you were, like, you know, red. Sorry, is that like a bad thing to say? But you're like a red dragon, right? It wasn't bad until you just said that. But um, yes, I was red, and now I'm violet. But you are red. It's just your wings? We don't need to worry about this whole Vindorn thing. I have a, a temple we can all go to. I think we still have to worry about it. Nope, no, we don't. I have a temple, and Bert, which way is east? What happened when we were on that roller coaster? I don't know what happened. Well, well, I played a game with Idris, and uh, Idris uh, surrendered his temple to me. Snack gave me the whole East place, cool. and uh, Margot kind of pipes up. She says, "You were playing a game when we were all almost dying on those carts." Yeah, thanks, Snack. As a dragon, you could have carried us all to safety. Wait, you were a dragon at the time? Well, I'm a dragon now, and he, I was a bigger dragon. When then. you say that, the whole room goes, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am. Um, I got struck by lightning, Snack. That's super cool, Bert, and you survived it. You got, you're so strong and resilient. Yeah. Everyone, oh. don't you understand? I, yes, you, some of you could have fallen down into the pits and whatever, but they did, though, and we saved them. That's great. Snack, your wings are so cool. Thank you, Tibio. They, they do look badass, Snack. Snack, uh, Bert, your mom looks down at you and says, Bert, it's been a long time since I've had access to moisturizer. Do you have any lotion? I, uh, Bert pats his pockets. Oh, I don't. Um, you're just going to have to manage, Mom. Someone's got to have some. Does Holly, anybody have any lotion? Holly pulls a little vial out of her pocket and um, pops the cork out of it, and she goes, here, you can try some of this. What does it do, Holly? <laughs> um, it's probably like snail Snail slime. Cool. Um, but it makes your skin really juicy, but also slightly green. She starts just very faintly. She starts rubbing this like uh, essentially like a lubricant all over her skin, and then she's just like, "Ooh, it's so soothing. This is nice." I would like to take my boots back from Dave now, please. Okay. Yeah. And I'm gonna reach into the toe and grab the emerald and like stick it in my pocket. Great. Okay. Um, okay. Yes. Uh, lotion crisis is solved. Uh, you're all admiring Snack's wings. Uh, Emery says, if you're all ready, there's someone I want you to meet. More people? Huh. Just a few. If you can stand a few more friends in your roster. Of course. Sure. <laughs> he was like, he Uli, what's wrong? <laughs> he seemed to have just been waiting for Uli's response, and as soon as Uli says sure, he's like, all right, let's go. <laughs> 
uh, he turns to lead you all down this stone hallway. And then um, you're like deep in a cave now, you can tell. This used to be a sort of minecart depot, a working area, but it's been retrofitted into something else entirely. He leads you down a few long hallways and you enter into what used to be clearly a place of worship. There's a raised circle in the center of this room, a ceremonial platform, but now it's covered in maps and tokens used to represent people. There's papers and canvas pinned all over the walls, all the signs of a heist being planned. And in the middle of it, you see little drawings with your faces on them. And they're all in this tower. We were the heist. Yeah. Aww. Now this is a great resistance headquarters. Mm-hmm. You hear, hello. 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 <laughs> it's an honor to finally meet all of you. My name is Rumble Dundas. <laughs> and we are the last true citizens of Vindorn. What? Rumble. Any relation to Mumble and Humble? Oh, my brothers, how are they? Um, One of them's alive. <laughs> what? That's good. Not bad. <laughs> yeah. I have Mumble's thumb. Even better. How you doing, Mumble? Thumbs up. Sounds good. <laughs> now, listen. I'd be lying if I told you I could take any credit for what's happened so far. I didn't really know about any of you. I'm sorry. I just didn't. I didn't know about you either. No hard feelings. Fair's fair. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't know anyone cared. We didn't know anyone knew about Vindorn. I think a lot of people had problems in their own homes. So now it has become a bigger problem for everyone. The magic, it's, it's so strong here. It's what led me in the first place. You're not wrong. That's why the spirit, whatever it is, settled here. We're close to the weave in Vindorn. We're strong with our magic. Always have been. But he he twists it. They've returned the bad name of vampires. It became not such a bad thing. It was accepted. It became normalized. The first vampire I met was pretty cool. Who was that? I didn't even get his name. I think I met a vampire as well, and he did not introduce himself from what I remember. I apologize. Ah! For not introducing myself in the first place. Ah, it was you! Rumble says, Ah, I see you've met him before. Fantastic. Did he say fantastic? Fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) We were lucky to find him too. He'd been sealed away, a former lieutenant of Orzo, one of the only threats to the throne. I'd like you to meet a great friend of mine. He gestures up to the vampire again. He steps out, just as unsettling looking as before, a pale, bald face with bulging eyes and long fangs. And he says, I'm so happy to finally meet all of you. My name is Piezo. <laughs> It's true. I was a lieutenant of Orzo, sealed away in the mountains south of Indorn, but this one, he freed me. Gesturing to you, Snack. Of course, and yes, I remember this. And you showed me the surface world. Indeed. Wow, you guys go way back. Yes. I hope your travels have served you well. Well, as you can see, I'm 
like at least 80% dragon now. That's pretty good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> With Orzo, the body, out of the way, there is little that stands between me controlling the population of Vindorn. We are part of the same vampiric strain. I am now the highest ranking member. Wait, we took out Orzo's body back there? He looks to you, Holly, and he sharply says, Yes. Orzo has been destroyed. Holy shit. That's great. So it's just ghosts now. The spirit. Ugh. Yes. Great. Totally corporeal and touchable and killable when they're already dead. But now you control all of the vampires in Vindorn? I will. Not now, but soon. It is not instantaneous. They must trust me. They must worship me. It is not automatic. Also, it does not sound very nice. I see your hesitation. You have a good heart. But know that for now, I am only protecting them. Keeping them from harm's way. What happens after we deal with all of the tears in the weave and close all of the doors to the underworld? Vindorn will need to find its way again, without Orso, without me, without any of us. So the vampires will have no one to lead them? Yes. They will be just fine. And you, Piezo? I have already long outlived my rightful lifespan, young one. What happens to me from here is very little concern to me. Um, what if we said that we possibly had a cure for vampirism? Hmm. Should such a thing exist, which I am unfortunately confident it is not, perhaps it could give Vindorn a new start without the vampiric strain. Would, um, would you be willing to go over this with me and see if it works? And I hold up Joe's little notebook. Yeah. He starts to look over some of the ingredients and he's like, in theory, maybe. It seems too simple. But we can try. As long as you are willing to try, I just don't want you to think that this has to be the end for you. <laughs> <laughs> Rumble says, we should get to actual planning. That's what's important here. We need to attack tomorrow. Yes. It's one rest and then we're on it. That sounds perfect. Tomorrow. Thanks for laying that out for us. So soon. But actually, uh, Dundas, uh, Vizier Dundas. Yes. I do have this temple. We can all retreat and go there. Like, Vindorn kind of sucks right now. He gets up close to you and, like, I mean, he's maybe up to your knees but he's like right in front of you staring straight up at you and he's like, we're not retreating. Not anywhere. Mm. Anyway, in the approach, there's going to be the canyon and the bridge, then the courtyard, then the castle halls, the throne room, and finally the cavern. That's where we end it. Emery can go with you. Dave can go with you too. Margo's too injured. The rest of them, they're not up to the task, I'm afraid. As long as we remember the whole time that they're with us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ali and Andrew, they can help you get in. But once you're... And then he stops talking because the room is shaking. Uh, is that normal? Oh, no. We've Another been here before. Cabin. Oh, God. Oh, shit. Not good. Windows. Windows. 
he like calls out to other people. You see like a couple of boards being like pulled from the walls and you can see some sunlight spilling into here. You look out into the canyon of Vindorn and you see the rail cart and you see a vine crawling over the edge, weaving between the tracks. And then you see leaves sprout from that vine and you see the canopy of treetops sprouting from the canyon Vindorn from a little seed that Uli was given some months ago. Hi, friend. How are you? Thanks for stopping by. You know, we'd really love to hear from you. You can rate and review us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to this awesome podcast. Don't forget to tell them Holly sent you.